Do you want a book that will inspire and challenge you? Evangelizing Catholic Culture, New Vision for the New Creation is that book. It's a call for spiritual renewal within the Catholic Church. There's an entire generation of people searching for authentic purpose in their lives who desire to serve the proclamation of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and live a rich life of personal holiness. This is an exciting challenge to those who desire to live a deep and rich Christian way of life. Written by Father David Tickerhoof, you are sure to be inspired. Sold on Amazon, in print, and Kindle. Get your copy today. Welcome to the Evangelizing Catholic Culture podcast show with your host, Father David Tickerhoof, T-O-R. Father David is a retired priest currently ministering in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Our Lady, Queen of Peace, House of Evangelization. You can find the show notes for each episode on the podcast website, evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. The teachings in this podcast are the thoughts and prayers of Father Tickerhoof and are based upon his good standing in the Catholic Church. And now, here's your host, Father David. For today's show notes, go to evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. Look for episode 21, Why Do We Do Penance? Welcome to everyone. Good afternoon. I'm uh, glad that we have an opportunity to uh, share and be with you for a while. I hope things are going really well for everybody. Our topic uh, this afternoon is why do we do uh, penance? And so we'll we'll concentrate on that and uh, go into some of the basics of that. First of all, in Romans chapter 3, it talks about all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. And by sin, we're talking about original sin, which is that nature, that a nature we carry with us that's untransformed and still needs transformed by the Spirit. We talk about our personal sin, and which flows from that, and also social sin in our communications with others. So I would like to just uh, say, when we bring up the notion of penance to many uh, Catholics and Christians, they're usually or frequently, is a negative reaction. People say, penance, I thought we left that go with the council, or, you know, we haven't heard anything about penance for a long time. We only have to eat meat on Fridays during Lent. We don't eat it all, or you'll hear a lot of things which indicate that there's really a a misunderstanding about penance. Then you have a bunch of us secular Catholics who go to church, but we really make decisions and can and make uh, in our own independence. We don't think to consult the Lord or see what this means in terms of God's will. And so we, we as secular Catholics would be the first to say, well, what's this penance all about? So I'd like to start with a, uh, a story by the name of a, ma- a man, Mickey Cohen. Now, Mickey was a mob boss in California, and he was very popular uh, in California as, a, as belonging to the mafia. And uh, Billy Graham was just coming into uh, his the main center of his ministry and popularity. And a couple of Mickey's henchmen 
decided to go to a revival. And when they went to the revival, they went through a whole conversion and they accepted the Lord Jesus into their life and their heart and and in a personal way. And they started to make changes in their life. And Mickey, Mickey was interested. And he he said he wanted to talk to Billy Graham. So they set up uh, several conversations. But in the end, Mickey backed away from everything. And the henchmen were disappointed, but they decided to ask him. They asked him, why haven't you really continued on and moved into this? And he said, well, he said, you know, I I don't want to, in a sense, he, he was resisting changing his life. And so uh, he didn't want to change his life. And then they, they said to him, well, you have to change your life. You have to repent of sin and stop doing the things that you, you've been doing. And he says, well, what's wrong with being a a Christian gangster? So that brings up the whole notion of, well, what has ever become of sin when people turn away from it? And so what we find here is that uh, penance is important because it frees us, and when when we uh, repent of our sin, it takes away the major obstacles into living a fruitful Christian life. So penance is really important in the Christian life. And we're in a time when we're in the new creation. We live in a new creation. Our time in the Christian way of life is a new creation. And the scriptures call us, and St. Paul calls us, to become new men and women in Christ. Now, when we become live in the new creation, we we accept the truth that Jesus gave His life. Jesus is a crucified mercy, and He gave His life for our salvation. And so, what? And so, Jesus to the Father did reparation and atonement and expiation, and repairing the brokenness for all of humanity and for us particularly in a very personal way. So when we enter into a relationship with Jesus and do penance, we do this to join him in in his continual atonement and reparation, which is uh, involves every human person in all of creation. So we do penance because we're making up for love. We're, we're paying back love for love. We're paying back to love, divine love, for our, our lack of human love. And so penance is a, a process of, of things that we do uh, out of gratitude. And so penance is, is, in a sense, a major way in which we receive healing in our hearts, in our wounds, in our brokenness. Uh, for example, if you take uh, your neighbor and the, your tree, his his tree fruit tree is right close to your property, and you lose control of your mower and you bang into the tree and mess, and really nick it up and and do some damage, and he gets it repaired, and it's a fifty dollar or a hundred dollar repair bill, then we would pay, offer to pay that to make up for the damage that we did. And so, in a certain sense, we the penance is the things that we do. Now, penance can be a lot of different things. It can be fasting from food. It can be minimizing our television watching. It can be doing mercy work to help other people. It can be being kind to somebody that irritates us. It could be prayer. It can be doing the sacraments. It can be a lot of different things. But the focus and purpose is for us to enter into 
the Paschal death and resurrection of Jesus and the power of the Spirit, both really, in a sense, presented beautifully in John's Gospel, chapter 20, uh, verses 19 to 23. And that's Easter Sunday night, and Jesus shows up, and, and he's there in his resurrected state, and they can see that, and the people are just filled with joy. And then the first thing he does is he shows them his wounds, which is the power of the cross, but it's now connected to his glorified life. And so there's two powers. And then what he does is he calls them together and commissions them to do the gospel and to be filled with the life of that he has won for them. He breathes on them and he tells them to uh, receive the Holy Spirit, receive, and he commissions them. So in a certain sense, uh, in this time of new creation, when Jesus gave his life for us and he continually intercedes for us, he has crucified mercy, he has won our salvation. And so our penance is done out of gratitude and, and becomes a love offering. We, we become atoners, we become people who repair and we pay back accountable for our sins and our failings. And we do this for ourselves and for others. And so it's, it's a time of gratitude and the practices that we do, whether it's prayers or devotions, is paying back love for love. And it's, and then it's, a, it's a major way in which God inside us, in our mind and heart, opens us under the illumination of his light, his risen light, and shows us how to cooperate personally in a process of doing penance. And it's, in a certain sense, it touches our brokenness and it touches our hurts. Now, in the Christian life, you know, all are called to do penance. We are all called to do penance for the things that we've failed or the sin that we've had. And so that's just the normative reality of living and maturing in the Christian life. However, there are some uh, generous hearts that God really, in a sense, calls us forward and, uh, and gives us the grace and the power, and that you, we want to do more. We love Jesus. We have the love of God in our hearts, and we want to do more and more and more. And so we respond more than just the normative times of doing penance. We respond to God's generosity for all the wonderful things that he's done for us. And so we kind of want to become filled with the mercy of the Father and the mercy of Jesus and the power of the Spirit and become merciful penitents. And so we end up then gradually learning to live a lifestyle of merciful love. And we do penance for the love of God and for the, go the good things of others. We receive these, this, these gifts and graces. So in a sense, uh, bringing this uh, topic to a conclusion, the last part of it, uh, being merciful penances, penitence in the new creation is being filled with the divine, beautiful, precious gift of God's love deep in our heart. And we receive God's blessing and grace and power to assist us to come into the joy of living the life of the Spirit, the life of grace, the life of holiness. 
And so we want to, in a sense, experience the joy of living the glorified life in the kingdom here on earth. And as we do penance, we begin to appreciate how beautiful that life is and how much God invites us and how good he is to us and how much he loves us no matter what we have done and no matter what situations we're in. And so when we uh, cooperate and participate in, in spirit, in the spiritual life, in the sacrificial love of Jesus offering his life to the Father, we then do this by doing penance for our sins and expressing our love and gratitude in in a love offering that's connected in Jesus to the Father and gratitude for all that the Father and Jesus have done in our lives. And so, in a sense, indeed, Jesus died for us. And so those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. So whoever is in Christ, a merciful penitent, lives in the new creation. All the things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. And so St. Paul encourages us, be reconciled to God. So I'd like to conclude our time here the, the, uh, this afternoon by just praying for everybody and offering a prayer for where we are. We don't try to do something where we're not. We just want God to show us where we are and to bless us so beautifully. Father, Father, we love you, and we know that we live in Jesus, and we have the life of grace, the life of the Spirit, and we live within the church community with our brothers and sisters. And so we take ourselves where we are, and we take our brothers and sisters where they are, and we pray at this time as we prepare for Lent in a few days, we prepare and ask that you would fill us with your grace. Give us an understanding and a wisdom from your spirit so that we we are able to use the penitence, the penances that we do for you and for one another and for ourselves that we may be blessed abundantly with your healing love and the transforming gift of your spirit. May we get more free from our sin, from our fears and our difficulties, that we may joyfully glorify your name among our brothers and sisters and live a faithful life, a faithful Christian life, faithful to you and filled with your grace and power. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. The opinions on this broadcast are those of Father Tickerhoof. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and please share this podcast with a friend. And to contact Father David, email him at frdavidjt at gmail.com. And be sure to leave Father a star rating on any podcast app. You can find more information about Father David on evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com.